Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Wednesday, December the 21st of the last week of Advent. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 1, verses 39 through 45. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 39 through 45. The past two days, Monday and Tuesday, we centered our attention on the Annunciation, the Annunciation that Elizabeth and Zachariah, through the grace of God, though old in age and beyond the natural course of conceiving and bringing forth a child, that through the favor of God, they would indeed be blessed with a child. And that child, of course, would be John the Baptist the great herald, and the last great prophet to point to Jesus as the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, the great voice crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, for to you is born a Savior, Christ the Lord. And also yesterday, the uh, visitation, uh, the annunciation of the angel Gabriel to the Blessed Mother, that through the power of the Holy Spirit she would conceive and bear a son. His name is Jesus, for he saves his people. He is Emmanuel. God is with us. Today our attention shifts to not the Annunciation, but the visitation. And visits, visiting, is a for the most part, an enjoyable thing. We like, to, we like to be visited by friends, and we like to visit friends and loved ones. This time of the year is a time of high visitation. We visit other people for Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's. We have and we go to various gatherings uh, to celebrate and to be with friends and loved ones with relatives, and perhaps with those who are returning, having been away a long time. So it is a time of anticipation, it is a time of excitement and of hope, of joy and great pleasure and happiness. It's a wonderful time. It's a time of, of gathering, of coming together and reminding ourselves of the things that really matter. Most of the stuff that consumes our day, is really Mickey Mouse. It's kind of trivial, and it passes away. Oh, there may be annoyances and frustrations and so on, but all of that kind of melts away. And even in these times of visitation can also be times of reconciliation, where old wounds are bound up, old hurts are forgiven, old uh, offenses or washed away in the love and the togetherness that comes, reminding ourselves of the things that really matter, the things that are important. And today, uh, we center our attention on a visiting, a visiting. The Blessed Mother has just received from the Archangel Gabriel the Annunciation that she would be the mother 
of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. And there's a couple of important points that's worthy of our meditation today and really all the days the Lord grants us here on earth. That highlights the kind of person Mary is and a very important uh, window into our own lives and what makes for a blessed and happy life here on earth in preparation for the life to come in the very presence of Almighty God. Well, Mary has just received the Annunciation, and what does she do? She proceeds in haste, St. Luke tells us, proceeding in haste into the hill country. Now, remember, at the time, uh, there is no uh, Uber, Uber, whatever the thing is that drives you around, no taxis and all of those kinds of things, uh, land rovers or rovers or whatever the car is that goes up the mountains and all this. It's an arduous task. But Mary has just received the news that creation has been waiting for, for millennia, thousands of years, that the Messiah is going to be born in Bethlehem. The time of deliverance is at hand, that God's love will become visible in an unbounded, unexpected way, a supreme way, his own son. And she doesn't, she doesn't become self-absorbed in her own being favored by God. She doesn't throw a block party. She doesn't send out all kind of invitations. She doesn't run around and print it in the newspaper or tell everybody uh, what has just happened to her. In fact, it's just the opposite. Uh, she is at first in fear and trembling. And the angel says, do not be afraid, for you have found favor with God. But she is not a woman into herself. So much of misery, so much of unhappiness is self-absorption. You want to find out how many pains and aches you have? Just sit in your room and concentrate on yourself. My goodness, you'll be ready for the ambulance, if not intensive care. Uh, you want to find out about how depressing things can be and how miserable you are and so on and so forth. Just sit in your room and concentrate on yourself. Uh, get into solitary confinement. It'll increase your depression, your anxiety. It is a terrible condition. Mary goes in haste. She doesn't think about it, mull it over. Well, let me think about it. I'll go next week and see old Elizabeth. Now that Elizabeth is up in age, and certainly she's going to need somebody to help her. But Mary goes in haste. She, she doesn't think about it. She simply responds to the news of Elizabeth's blessing. And when she arrives, uh, Elizabeth hears Mary's greeting. And the baby in her womb, uh, it stirs, it moves, it kicks. 
but it's not just a normal kick. It's not just a normal movement. It's a movement of the Holy Spirit. For into her presence, into Elizabeth's presence, has come the Blessed Mother carrying Jesus. She's the first evangelist. She's the first disciple. She is our model. For we too are not to be self-absorbed, but to bring Christ in that part of the world that we touch. Each and every day, nobody else is there as we do, as the Lord has called us uniquely and in a special way to bring Christ to that part of the world. Not to be self-absorbed, not to draw attention to ourselves, but all to the glory of God. And Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cries out in a loud voice. In other words, she's, she's now praising God in, in the spirit of the Holy Spirit. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Elizabeth says to Mary. Mary uh, Elizabeth is not self-absorbed either. Oh, let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you this great thing that has taken place. Both women rejoice in each other. That, that's a wonderful expression of love. To rejoice in the goodness of others, in the blessing that others have received. Not, not jealousy, not one-upsmanship, not outdoing one another, but in forgetting each other. They draw, they draw closer than they could ever be, beyond just being cousins or relatives. They are now spiritual sisters in the Holy Spirit, for they share an enunciation. It's a beautiful, beautiful reality. It's a powerful one. And so it is with us. We can not talk about ourselves, but let others share with us the greatness of God, the goodness of God in their lives. And together we draw into a deeper communion that transcends blood and relationships, relative relationships. And Elizabeth says, how is it that the mother of my Lord should come to me Notice that, uh, the humility, the humility of Elizabeth. You, you're, the, you're the mother of the Messiah. I should be coming to you. And Mary, because uh, Elizabeth goes on and she says, the moment your greeting sounded in my ears, the baby stirred in my womb for joy. Do we stir? Do we raise our voices in joy? Is our whole is our soul filled with joy and blessedness at the presence of the Lord? When we attend the celebration of the Eucharist, the offering of the holy sacrifice of the Mass, when we hear the word of God, are we filled with boredom and routine? Does our mind wander? Do we begin to think of the football game or what we're going to do in the afternoon? Or what activities we have, or what we're having for lunch, or where we're going for breakfast. Or are we stirred? 
is our soul awakened and activated in the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit. And she goes on, Elizabeth, and she says, Blessed is she, Mary, who trusted that the Lord's words to her would be fulfilled. The Lord's word has been fulfilled in both women. The herald of salvation and the one who is salvation. And together these two women share their annunciation and share in their visitation the blessing and the love of Almighty God in their midst and within them, each playing their own part. It's a magnificent, magnificent uh, passage and encounter and visit, and it gives us so much to think about. So during this time of our own visitations, our own annunciations, let us meditate again and again on this passage from St. Luke. For in all of the visiting and that we will receive and in all the visiting that we will do, let us remember the higher visitation, the visitation of Almighty God. And that visitation is every day. Every day the Lord gives us is the Lord visiting us. Let us be stirred in the Holy Spirit. Let us bring Christ to that part of the world that we touch this day and every day. God bless you.